Hello. Uh, hello, Jeffrey. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, but I, I, I am with my cellular phone. That's why, you know, but uh, now it's working. Okay, wonderful. I was afraid there was a problem on my end. Hello, sir. I am so pleased to be speaking to you. No, yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, this is... Where, where, are, where, are, where are you? I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. Ah, okay, great. Yeah, actually, um, you where know, before... Jack Dan near the Jack Daniels. Yes. Yes, <laughs> in the same state as the Jack Daniels, at least. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to, just before we even get started, you know, my wife and I drove over 100 miles to see goblin play the second night of the american tour and it was one of uh, the yeah. most fantastic things uh, yeah 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 it was just the culmination of so many things it was better than seeing the beatles and led zeppelin on the same night so thank you for that it was <laughs> oh just thank you thank you thank you so wonderful um so yeah let's let's talk a little bit about demons because it's an interesting soundtrack i've gone back and listened to it a few times since getting the um the, the yeah, book. this is a very popular film, you know, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm glad about that because it was my first film uh, with Lamberto Bava mm -hmm. and uh, Demons. Uh, now, after 30 years, people love it, and uh, that's incredible. So I'm happy about that. And this was a this was a solo deal for you. You didn't have, you know, Goblin behind you with any kind of input. No, this was my maybe my second film, uh, um, just I made by myself after the split of Goblin. Actually, with Goblin, we finished in '78, and then uh, just we did a, a, a reunion with three members of Goblin for Tenebre. Mm -hmm. But then after that, in 1984, I did uh, Phenomena, and then um, 1985 at uh, Demons. So that was kind of a different creative process for you then wasn't it yeah this was um uh, my first real electronical um, soundtrack yeah because it was in the in the middle of the 80s and uh, all the dance music and uh, electronical music um, was going very well so I, I did a lot of dance music in the early 80s right, right. so when i decided to, to to write the soundtrack for demons i used the same keyboards and drum machines and uh, um, I think that demons is also the song demons is uh, is uh, is danceable no is uh, they play in a discotheque and that uh, the one I did um, that there were there were a lot of uh, remakes and, um, and covers you know about demon the thing that I like about specifically the main theme just demon is that it feels very playful and that's a nice juxtaposition against such a brutal film yeah yeah <laughs> you know because there's everything in there from you know there are samples and then there's that quick little riff off of you know in the hall of the mountain king there's a lot of really fun stuff just in that one particular theme and you know, yeah to hear that against you know green goo coming out of people's mouths and sharp fangs that's kind of a that's a fun thing. Was there a central? Did, explain to me how this works. Did did you get to see the film before you scored it? Yeah, yes. Every, every film I did, uh, I, I I saw the film before. Right, start writing music. 
So um, the same happened to to uh, to demons. But the demons was a, a different field because in the in the eighties, more many many directors they used to have a a soundtrack made made by songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, in phenomena, in uh, in opera, and um, demons, and in many other films, there are several songs taken from albums from uh, I don't know, like Iron Maiden, Scorpions, you know. Yeah. Right. So when when I wrote the um, the demons, I I thought uh, to to write a, a song just by itself, not not exactly for particular scenes. So um, I, I just wrote the, the demon songs and the other songs, so the, the editor used it for um, for putting in some scenes. So okay, I, I saw the film because uh, for the inspiration, of what kind of music? But I, for in this case, I didn't wrote exactly for an under the scene every scene uh, the music that just was cut um, for the film. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there was a lot of you know including artists by and all of a sudden there's Motley Crue in there and yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah even even if it's it's okay for that period but actually I, I prefer um, a, a soundtrack unique for a soundtrack you know uh, a soundtrack uh, songs uh, uh, music written specifically for the films because um, I don't like film with many different kind of music no it's, uh, it's make the films not characteristic soundtrack you know if you put yeah. Iron Maiden, uh, yes, uh, Motley Crue, or uh, especially in uh, in Demons, they use uh, the Go West uh, and uh, Billy Idol and a lot of different stuff, you know. Yeah, it's it's okay. What's uh, what's um, music that they play in the the eighties? Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know, but actually I prefer the old the film with the entire soundtrack written, especially specifically for it. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, it seems like when you have a lot of different songs on the soundtrack, the director has to film a lot of scenes of people just driving around because you have to pretend that that song is playing on the radio. I'm thinking particularly of Go West and Demons. Well, we'll just drive around, oh, yeah. do some coke, yeah, and listen to we close our eyes. Yeah, but maybe they, yeah, maybe because they 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 want also to 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 let the the music be more commercial, you know, yeah. especially for the soundtracks for the records, and uh, that's why maybe was the uh, I don't know, but not now. In, now is the now is in the new horror films, and the the music is not like this. We would not not with the. With the songs taken from bands or something like that, maybe some film, but not all. Right. Well, I think we're both glad about that. Um, how do you how do you feel about when you go back and listen to it thirty years hence? How do you feel about the Demon soundtrack? Do you wish anything you want to tweak, or are you very just pleased with it? Let it go. No, every every soundtrack that I, uh, track I wrote, uh, even after many many years, thirty forty years. Uh, I I I lo- I, lo- I love them because I think that was written in a particular part of my life and maybe I of course if I, I had to write the music again for these films I for sure I would I would change everything but uh, I love them like this the sound is uh, exactly demons has the right sounds of the 80s and uh, if I wrote if I write now a music for demons would be completely changed different and uh, I think that this this uh, music is uh, very good for the film 
every film has his music for his age and for his period. And that's the, the, um, the beautiful of the soundtracks because you can hear uh, also retro and vintage music. So when I when I hear, ah, for example, when I hear the demons or some other, I I ask myself how how I did it because now it's completely different the way to work. So I, I'm I'm surprised for some sounds I use it that I don't remember how I did it, and uh, it's it's a good, very good. It's a, I like I like demons. Demons is one of the songs that I still play live with the Goblin Band. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember the '80s. I remember when Demons came out. I remember. I'll show my age here. I remember when I was about eight years old and saw the um, preview for Suspiria. And it didn't particularly frighten me, but that music sure as hell did. So congratulations. You were the first music to ever um, make me afraid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, great, 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 great. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's a compliment. Um was the score remastered? Was Demons remastered, or are they, is it just a straight-up re-release? No, yeah, this was remastered. Remastered, is, yes, exactly, okay. because uh, the sound, the original sound was uh, the, uh, was um, released just in uh, originally in vinyl, in LP, and then uh, I did uh, the um, one. Um, my first releasing CD of um, of Demons was in. in beginning of 2000 and that there i, I made the, the the remastering of all the the soundtrack and now for the new releasing more or less it's, it's quite the same okay of the 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 the, the 2000 yeah, yeah. I, I thought it centered a bit brighter on the high end um no because i, I don't like to change too much because uh, if you now if you uh, do a, a special different mastering it, it, it would change the the mood the you change the sound so more or less now i'm satisfied because okay it sounds is louder and uh, and better maybe um, just a little bit different but um, the sound is still the same right and it changes people's memories too i guess if you mess with it too much Huh? I said it changes people's memories too. I guess if you screw with it too much, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it didn't sound like that's not what I remember it sounding like. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is I understand there's a 40th anniversary. Um, yes. Deep Red coming out. Um, yeah. Is that also going to be remastered? And are you in charge of that? Well, for this 40th anniversary of um, of Deep Red, we we replay. We redid it again, uh, the, the soundtrack with uh, not not the original soundtrack with Goblin because I'm not the owner of a uh, of the master original master. So I did my version with Claudio Simonetti's Goblin. We did uh, one um, one album with uh, four tracks. It's a mini LP, and uh, we replay exactly with the same original soundtrack, uh, with the same uh, using the same instruments, and uh, we did uh, this uh, this AP. And um, but now at the end of the the, the 2015 with the Rust play we will do um, one um, 40th anniversary album again for uh, for uh, Profondo Rosso with more more songs still played again in the studio. That's fantastic. <laughs> just, <laughs> just as a fan, I cannot wait yeah. for that. No, and um, especially because. In the um, for demons in the uh, in the middle 80s, I use a lot of um, samplers 
you know, right, right. a keyboard that's with samples. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't use it now, no more. But but uh, for example, I, I sampled all. For example, the tribal voices. Uh, I sampled and I play with the keyboard. And uh, this is this is a uh, typical of the eighties. No, yeah. Uh, also in the dance music. Yeah, I call that the uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood hoo ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this was a a black singer. He came to the studio, and then I say to him, "Okay, do uh, many tribal voices, double the voices, and uh, I will keep and uh, I will use it on. Uh, I will sample, and then for sure I will use during the soundtrack, uh, like the 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 demon or hoo uh, ha. You know, yes, this is just one guy. He made all this, the voices. His name is Charlie Cannon." Okay, cool. That's fascinating. He was also he he also singed with the the Italian version of the Platters. Really? Okay. Yeah, yes. That's cool. This, this was many many years ago. I don't know where is he now. And um, yeah. Sorry, that really threw me for a loop. I didn't realize there was an Italian version of the Platters. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know because there was uh, uh, many Platters playing around in the world. Uh, you know, and uh, when they came here, maybe they needed another singer, and uh, they for Italy they call him. You know, and uh, I, I'm not sure if, if you're still with them or not. You know, because uh, it's like many bands they they use the name, the original name, but the members are completely different. You know, right? Well, more or less, it's like Goblin, like Goblin during yeah. this all 40 years. No, we had a lot of uh, of uh, lineups. You know, so we can do. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know uh, the Panini collection. Uh, with the um, the figures that boys attached with the champions of baseball or um I, we have I this collection know. that the, the young people they buy uh, and they they find the the um, the soccer uh, uh, how do you say you have an album where you put every every figure every photo of a uh, with the, with the with the teams no right right uh, I, I don't know if you have in america or not we have this in in uh, South America, in Italy. We have this uh, the, the people they they have this album. They buy the the, the this um, how, how do you say? I don't know how. Uh, let let me check the name in English. Uh, it's fantastic. No, because I I'm still joke about that we can do this with the lineups of Goblin sticker album. Yes, we do have those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> with sick album with the pictures of the champions, you know, of the, of the games, of the teams. We have these sticker albums, and I, I still joke, but we can do the sticker albums of Goblin uh, with the for, uh, the formation now, one nineteen eighty one, eighty two, eighty three. We have <laughs> like like a team, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because the best, time, those when, would when sell. You, when you when you saw the when you saw the Goblin in the Tennessee. You, did you, you see them? No, or in, in no. The, I saw the. I concert. saw it was in Asheville at the Orange Peel, and it was. Ah, uh, no. Nah, okay, well, it was with me. Yeah, it was with you. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, and. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. So this was the, the, our second, uh, uh, our second concert in America because they after this this big tour we did in uh, October, they they went to America again in, in December. What do with different lineup without me? Right. Which yeah yes yeah. Did you realize how big you were over here? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I'm still surprised, especially when I did uh, this October um, 
concerts, I was really surprised because everywhere was so doubt. And uh, I asked myself, how, how is possible that the American people, they know very well Goblin and they love a direct gentle film and they know the song, the soundtracks. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know how old are you, but I think you are young. Uh, and um, how, how, why Bless you, you sir. <laughs> how old are you? I'm 45. Ah, you're a kid. I'm 63 years old. You know, uh, it's incredible. Well, when I did Profondo Rosso, I was the, the oldest of Goblin. I was 22 years old. Wow. In 75. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so your generation, uh, how do you know? How did you know the the the, the soundtracks and the direction of films and why? I, now I'm doing the journalist with you. That's uh, hey, that's how, fine. Why why you like this? <laughs> um, we 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 know Dario because of Suspiria mostly. That was the big breakthrough for him over here, and the music was nothing like we'd heard at the time. I mean. The Suspiria mm-hmm. soundtrack is full of all these weird, there's opera influences, there's kind of like indigenous Balkan music going on, and it lends to the whole nightmare vision of, of that film. So it's something that's really endured over here. You know, people talk mm-hmm. about Suspiria the same way they talk about you know, Citizen Kane or La Ventura. You oh, know, yes. Okay. It's, just up, okay, okay. it's just up there. So everything else that he's done up to a point, it's just mm-hmm. cla- it's just classics. We just revere it. So of course your mm-hmm. music is a huge part uh, okay, of that. Okay. Also, Dawn of the uh, Dead helped. No, I mean, yes, uh, no, I know because also because Suspiria is the most famous film of Dario in the world, and um, you know that in Japan uh, uh, was released Suspiria, and then they released it later after Suspiria. They released Profondoroso, Deep Red, and they called Suspiria Part Second. Which makes no sense at all. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but you that's, know, that's why, because, because Marketing. Suspiria was a big success in Japan. And that, that's why they call it uh, Suspiria Part Second. That, that's uh, any meaning, you know, it's just uh, completely different. Uh, <laughs> right. You also have to take into account, too, um, that Goblin doing the score for Romero's Dawn of the Dead, or Zombie, um, yeah. was just massive over here. I mean, there are people who still gather at midnight to watch that movie. And, of course, that those themes have been used in other films. Shaun of the Dead picked, picked it up. That's like the iconic zombie movie score. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love Shaun of the Dead. It's one of my favorite films. That's so funny. That <laughs> yes, sequence it's so funny. Especially. Yes, uh, really. And they use some one or two songs from uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a very, it's, uh, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, we're all extremely fond of that over here. So anyway, yes, that's why you're so huge over here. <laughs> it's because of Suspiria <laughs> and Dawn of the Dead. Um, Dawn of the Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it safe to say that you've kind of found a home with with Rustblade, the record label? They really seem to be in tune with what you have in mind for your music in the future. I met, I met them, uh, I met um, Rustblade for the first time this year. And uh, they have this idea to distribute worldwide the, the, all the, the soundtracks because actually in America I I, I don't have a, I didn't have a, any good uh, very good distribution so I know they know people there very very good so I I hope to now to distribute seriously all my soundtracks especially in the states 
Uh, and uh, that's why we are doing this special um, edition with picture disc, with the box. And um, I think the Stefano from Rust Blade is doing a very good job. He's, uh, they are not very big label, but now for, for us, it's better to work with the small labels instead of the big. Because if you work with Sony or Warner Bros., uh, you, you, they don't understand uh, the, the value of uh, the, um, the vintage and uh, the, the people that love this kind of music. So they just, of course, they, 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 they want just something like pop singers or uh, hip hop or something like that. Uh, so every every soundtrack, especially this kind of soundtrack, needs a small labels that believe uh, exactly in the in the, the product. Otherwise, you can have uh, any good uh, um, yeah, and you, you can have this reaction from the big labels, you know. Because even because yeah. you don't speak with anyone, you you ha you don't speak with anyone uh, when you work for Sony. I I, I made this. Uh, I had a lot of contracts in the past with this big label, but sometimes you are you have not you are not uh, you have not a reference with someone that really trusts and believes in what you are doing, and they 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 are just uh, I don't know. It's it, sometimes you work like with them like, like the the bank employers, you know. Yeah. Employees, yes, and so um, <laughs> they don't care about. It's not the same. You're not uh, a priority with the. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Of course, when you work with a small label, they they don't have many artists. They trust and believe you, so they do the best for you. Right. Yeah, I can see where if you were with a larger label, you it would be easy for an artist like yourself to get lost in the shuffle, because what you are doing is unique, and you're not out there, you know, just saying "oh, baby, baby" and boring the hell out of people. Honestly. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. yeah. Have you started? Probably not. And this is probably a silly question, so forgive in advance. Have you started scoring Sandman yet? Do you have any ideas for that? Uh, the Sandman? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I was contacted in the beginning for, for doing do the, the soundtrack. Um, uh, but actually, I don't have... Um, I don't have any notice about that, uh, any news, okay. because I, I spoke with Dario and he told me that mm, they don't start the film before the end of the year or b beginning of 2016. Okay. Uh, they did a, a crowdfunding, but the crowdfunding is not enough for reach the money, uh, ah, enough okay. for, for a film like that. You know, maybe you can reach the 10, 15 percent, not more. And um, this would be a co-production between Canada and uh, Germany. Uh, but um, in the beginning, I had a lot of uh, contacts with the, the producers. But now it's a few months. I don't have any more notice about that. And Dario, even Dario doesn't know. So we're kind of in limbo. But I, I, I hope to do because uh, it would be nice also for me to write uh, something about with uh, Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah, man. Who would yeah, want yeah. to work with Iggy Pop? <laughs> I, I'm not a great, uh, great fan of punk, but it would be good, nice to do something together. Well, when you've lived as long as Iggy Pop has, you know, just the fact that he survived his career makes him somebody that you want to work with. Little... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, strange. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got he's a good looking man. You have to admit it, man. He's in shape. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> would be perfect also for the character of the film. I don't know exactly what he will do, but. I think he's good for any kind of film, especially as a as a for for horror films as a killer or something like that. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. I have I have one more question. I I really did not want to take up a lot of your time tonight. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. 
Last oh, question. Thank you. You're welcome. Last question. If we were to go through your iPod, what are you listening to right now? Have what kind of music I listen now? Yes. Who are you listening to right? Who are no, you enjoying right now? I don't right know. I, I, no, actually, I listen for a lot of different music. I don't. I don't have any preference. I, I sincerely, I can hear uh, Slipknot and Celine Dion as well. You know, no, no problem because I love music. If music is good, any kind of music is good. Now, the last album I heard was uh, the um, John Carpenter's last album. Is uh, because he did a very, you don't know if you know this album. I do know uh, this album. Lost, Te- Lost Teams is a, is a, is an album that he wrote uh, for um, no no soundtracks. Just where uh, I like because the style of his music is very similar to mine. Mm-hmm. So um, and uh, yeah and um, but then uh, as I told you, I listen for a lot of music. I see. Uh, any kind of concerts, uh, I, I like. I love um, the music, classical, rock, pop. You're the no, first... not rap, not rap. I don't like rap, but it's okay. You're the first person I've ever heard use Slipknot and Celine Dion in the same sentence. <laughs> yes, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, now, now the, um, in in Rome we play. Finally, I will see Slipknot live because I like. I like. I love them. Nice. It's incredible. It's, yes, it's so different from the music I do. I love Rammstein, the Germany band. You yes. know, if you know them. Yeah, but I love Cradle of Filth. I love, um, but I love. Um, I will see now Toto in Rome. I will see a lot of. I love all these bands, the Muse, and um, for me, music is good. Every 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 band is different, you know. Right. So um, I don't have any preference. Depends of my mood of the day. Maybe I listen for jazz or rock. I don't know. Makes sense to me. Thank you so much. Okay. I Thank you very much. So I hope to be to meet you in America soon. I hope to meet you in America soon. We should set yeah. that up. I'll get okay. with Ferdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Claudio. So, okay. Ciao. Bye-bye. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.